0: AXE's 2012 podcast. In this part, I'll go through uh, my list of games, and then after that, we're going to get into a couple other things. But uh, without further ado, here it is. Yeah, um,
1: That pretty much uh, sums up all the notable stuff that I played.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, Let's start. The first thing I saw when i got there it was assassin's creed 3 like immediately like as soon as the media hour opened i dashed to assassin's creed 3 and um i was one of the first people there and we watched it wasn't hands on it was a movie uh it was a scene of uh god i don't want to call him Ezio, but it's it's connor uh connor is on a, a battlefield it's a, it's a battle during the american revolution of course and like the The scene itself was kind of like breathtaking. Um, there's lots of smoke in the air. Uh, you can hear cannons firing off, guns firing off. But it, you know they're not just firing. You know they they do everything regimented there. So they they sit, they aim, and then you just hear like you know fifty guns shooting at the same time. And like you know you're you know you're with the blue coats and they're marching down this hill. That's you were up on a hill, so you can see the blue coats like kind of marching down in unit, and then the red coats standing in position. And like you know, kneeling down and like shooting cannons and all that type of stuff. It just looked really good. Um, There's there's quite a few things that are very impressive uh, with with AC3 uh, with what you know what they did. Um, One, first of all, uh, we talked about on the Mashcast last week. uh, They said they they could fit two. uh, Well, the narrator in this video said they could fit two thousand to three thousand characters on the screen at one time so that's impressive um connor's movement he has automatic reactional movement which it means if something happens around you you don't just stand there like what like what happens is like you know you're running you know toward this guy um and this isn't scripted and a cannonball hits where he is and it it hits really close to you and connor flinches like naturally and it, it doesn't stop you from like you know uh it doesn't, I guess, really stop you too much. Like, he kind of stops in his tracks because, you know, the guy pulls back on the controller, you know, when he does that. But he flinches, you know, when that happens. So that that's cool. Um, they showed the, uh, the tree climbing and the wall climbing. And, you know, the animations are very different. You can see him doing a lot of work with his weight. You can see him shifting his body weight around because, of course, it's different from climbing on buildings. So, you know, he's he's shifting his body weight around on the trees, which all the trees, they all have, um, like, natural architecture, growth architecture. Like, you know, each tree looks different and, you know, kind of natural, which is impressive for a game since, you know, they don't have hundreds of years to make these formations. Uh, Even the rock climbing... It looks different than a tree climbing. You can see him shifting his weight around and stuff like that. Um, the combat was really smooth. Going, you know, using the dual weapons and switching hands and going from enemy to enemy. Um, and the the, the the last thing you see is the assassination where, you know, he kind of pops out of these... Bl- I, that's another thing that I, I forgot to mention. Uh, there's these things called stalking zones where, you know, if you go into them, Connor will automatically, like, you know, duck down and kind of blend in. So there's like these bushes that you go walk into, and when you walk into him, he he bends down. He, you know, he he blends into the bushes, so he's not spotted. But then he pops out of the bushes, and he does like these two kills while running, and then hops on the horse and kills the guy, and that's the end of the demo. So it was uh very nice. So uh, I I was impressed, and yeah, it's good. It's good. I, idle curiosity. Uh-huh.
2: Did they show any leap of faiths?
0: No, no, no leaves no leaves of faith.
2: Because that's the only thing I'm and wondering about. And it's the one thing that still bugs me even now about the Assassin's Creed series is the leap of faith. Like it's totally like a you know, you have to give up, you know, you have to kinda like like loose of that reality or whatever. But I'm like, what are they gonna have him fall into now? Like piles of leaves <laughs> in the forest or something? Like is there always gonna be like a convenient pile of leaves for you to fall into? Like I'm just curious. I was just curious no. if they showed it though i they, I know they said it's definitely gonna be in there, but I was just i don't know
0: yeah i didn't they didn't show any of that stuff so but um i I guess staying on the uh the topic of the American Revolution, I did play Children of Liberty, which is an indie game, it's a side scroller, a couple interesting things, like there's uh layers, i guess you could say to the two d experience now like you can be in the foreground or you can be in the background and sneak behind and stuff like, you know, when I got when I when I started playing, you know, there are these boxes and there's like hay behind the boxes. You know, I was just like, okay, the, you know, there's boxes, the hay behind the boxes. there's no background. But he's like, no, you can press this button and I press it, and he goes behind the box like into the hay behind the boxes and you can stealth and kill not kill because you're not you're not killing people, you're just knocking people you're out. Your child. But, uh, <laughs> your child, yeah, you're not killing anybody. Um But you can you know, do stealth attacks on the guards um also another thing is that you can flip like basically as you get to certain corners you can like you can flip uh the level and it kind of it changes the t- the plane that you're on so it's still 2d but you kind of you can you can flip that back and forth Cause certain things certain areas it's that was it was pretty cool um wait is, is it-,
2: it like the the mario 3d land type of thing where it's like it's 2D or like I'm sorry, like paper super like super Paper Mario where it's like side scrolling, but then you can like flip it and you can see certain things.
0: Um, no, not like re- perspective. No, no, not it's not a perspective thing. It's like you okay. kind of you turn. It's like you're turning corners. All right, you know, pretty much that you know from what I can see. Um, it still needs a little tightening, like the controls need a little tightening. But it's it's early it's early build. They're still working on it. It's an indie game, so I have faith that they will actually be able to pull this off quite nicely um played snapshot again i talked about it last year still very I, i'm still very excited for the game um uh, uh, pretty much it's the same game they added a well they added a couple of things like they added like um the, there's like a secret item in each level that you need to take a picture of but other than that it's like they, they just tightened up the game tightened the controls uh polished up everything and it's hopefully it'll be released soon um play ghost recon future soldier like it was like a a horde mode where there were waves of enemies um yeah it's all right like i I want i I wanted to see the single player but they didn't do that they showed the multiplayer and they didn't even let you play against other people you played against bots so it's like what can i really glean from that
2: you know, I didn't realize that at all. Like, I I saw people like the way like they had everything set up. Like, I thought at least they were playing against other like each
0: other, like or playing with each other. No, they weren't. That's stupid. No, no. <laughs> it was like you were, you were playing together co-op. I thought um, like Far Cry was the
2: same way though. Like, or I saw Far Cry was the same way. That like, well, they were, you were playing with each other, but like, why show multiplayer for a game like that? Exactly. You could show the single player. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, um. You know, I played that, and it's funny because I was playing with when I when I hopped on, I was like, you know, I don't play console, like I don't play console shooters, and the guys are like, oh, don't worry, we'll take care. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I I beat everybody in terms of score. <laughs> um, we got to three rounds, which it doesn't really say much. We did three rounds, and I had 600 points. Nobody had over 300, so you take that, you console people, but um. Yeah, basically, uh, I mean, it's pretty pretty standard fare. The only thing I didn't like was the fact that, uh, you know, it's supposed to be you're you're supposed to be future a future soldier. You know, we've had advanced warfighter. I expected to take it past that in terms of the tech that you have. But the thing I didn't like is that you didn't even have like a beacon on the enemies. Uh, you know, even if you saw them. Like that's the thing. Like sometimes, I guess you could see w- where enemies are if they're behind stuff. But if they pop out, there's no. You know how in Advanced Warfighter there was the 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 diamond that would be around the enemies. You played Advanced Warfighter.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. You could kind of like guess? it was kind of like marking them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like you, there were no As markers since
2: you could do the squad stuff. Like yeah. Yeah,
0: and basically <laughs> even like I'm I'm sitting in front of a 32 inch television, and it's still difficult to see them. You know, it's still difficult to see the enemies. Yeah, that's a problem. That so that was that was a problem. I really didn't like that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, it just it didn't really impress me the the multiplayer. Even it, it Spec really Ops
2: addressed that actually, because like you could like if somebody was like hiding behind something, like you when you went into like the squad thing to like have them attack, it would when you were like locked into it, like it. It would show like a little red, like hazy outline. Like it wouldn't mark them on screen, but like you knew where they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, I don't know. Like even that addressed it. Like come on,
0: Ghost Recon. Like <laughs> yeah, get, get it together. <laughs> you know? That's it. It was just a, I can. If the enemies were, weren't as di- weren't so difficult to see, I don't think I'd have like I would. You wouldn't need a diamond. But that's the thing. That's so difficult to see because they have camouflage on, and they have camouflage on for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they blend. Especially if they're in a dark area. So, I mean, each, each person has, like, a specific ability, too, that they can use. Like, you know, you, can, you upgrade them as you go along. Uh, I don't know. I, I think i have to see more. I, the thing is, I don't, I don't like horde modes anyway. Or, you know, those type, the, the waves. Except in Shank 2. I enjoyed it in Shank 2. But that's Shank 2. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's
2: a very different kind of game for exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I am I actually enjoy Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, but that doesn't... I don't. I never play Horde
0: Mode in any other games or Waves. So, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I went to play free-to-play, but both times I went to play, the server uh, crashed. So, it was afraid that I was going to dominate, so it just crashed. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a chance to play that. Uh, hopefully, I can get into the beta, though. Uh... Let's see what else did I play? I did play this game called Deadlight, is x v l a title. Um coming out, I guess sometime this summer. And it's a side scrolling zombie game. It's a it's a zombie survival game, basically. Um you do like at first you don't have any weapons. Uh and you kind of just have to outrun the zombies or just outmaneuver them, you know, get over the car because apparently zombies can't jump or climb. So, uh you 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 can actually also you can distract zombies like there was this electrical field on the ground and you know you you whistle at the zombies and they start running to you and they die. Um, you do like there was a weapon that I picked up. I got an axe and it was um, it was pretty visceral <laughs> with when you actually use it because you knock them down first and then you start chopping away at them until their head comes off. It was actually pretty cool. The entire game is like really shadowy, so you don't really see anybody's faces like you see their forms, but you can kind of you can kinda see faces like when you hit lights and stuff like that, but it's still kind of like you know uh you really can't see it that well uh what else oh yeah the something that did get me about that game was uh, I saw these zombies in the background, right? And I'm walking across the screen, and the zombies they kind of pop their head up and kind of look at me. As, as I'm walking across the screen, they start w- kind of walking toward, but it's like, I'm like, okay, fuck it. They're in the background, whatever. And like, I get past them and they start to turn like in my direction, coming from the background. And then they actually are chasing me because they come oh, They from step my, into
2: the plane, or they whatever. step
0: into the plane yeah, and start chasing. Me. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I actually have to watch out. What's for, I really have to watch out for what's in the background. You know, um, I think it'd be pretty cool uh, from what I saw. It was... Uh, you know it starts off the, 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 they call they don't call them zombies, I'm sorry they call them the shadow, but they're zombies and i don't I don't know like they they didn't explain too much of the story. you start off by killing somebody's sister, apparently like somebody one you one of your group went out and got bites all over them and that's where you start like you start off uh with him talking to her and then he shoots her in the head so your main the main character oh. yeah that's your you're the your main the main character that you play as, yeah, he's, kind of a dick. Kind of a dick, yeah, kind of a dick. So, but it's gonna, I think it's gonna be cool, especially because you're stuck on a 2D plane, and they do use the full 3D plane, you know. Uh, and it, 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 sometimes uh, it has that Resident Evil effect where zombies will pop out, like they'll like pop into a window, <laughs> you know, as you're passing it, or as you go to open a door, like they 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 br- burst through the door right before, like as you're opening it. So, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, I did get a chance to also play uh, NextWiz, the the game that came out for the 360 during the house party. I got a chance to play that, but for the PC. And I talked to the dev. Dev was really cool. Um, and he actually said, I, I said, you know, NextWiz for the, the Xbox, I felt like it was too fast for the Xbox. It's an arena shooter. In my opinion, arena shooters don't belong on console because they're fast games they're so they're so fast and i just don't think consoles like you're such a handicap using a controller for something like that
2: well it's like trying to put like tribes or something on the console like it never really worked out very well like
0: (laughs) exactly that's the thing like you're at such a disadvantage with something like that um but for the pc he actually uh he said it's faster. They 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 increase the speed of the game and I'm like that's cool. He also incorporated a lot of jumping stuff. Uh so obviously he's a fan of quake. Um but yeah, it was uh I did enjoy playing it on PC. I actually pre-ordered it cuz it's only $10. It's going to be $10 on Steam. Like, you can't beat that, you know?
2: Oh. How much was on Xbox or was it the same or just It was like
0: 10 bucks. Huh. But it just didn't play well on Xbox it, it, Exactly. It doesn't really play well. Right. Um, I got a chance to play Air Mech, which I have on Chrome, but the problem is that I never could find games to play in. And I got a chance to talk to the dev, he was like, oh yeah, there's a problem with Chrome and how they do updates, so you may not have the latest build, just uninstall it and reinstall it. Boom. That's all you gotta do. I was like, oh. Okay, That's that works. Um... <laughs> So I'm gonna try that out and hopefully uh you know that works because it's a really cool game. Uh you play as a jet that turns into a robot, but it's actually RTS because you can you sit on top of your base. Well not sit on top of your base, so I'm sorry, but you can you know, you have a buy menu and you buy specific units, it, uh, your bases will make the units, and then you can place the units around the map. Uh basically, uh you have these little soldiers that uh they need to go take over the other enemy bases. Like, you can't take over the bases. Basically, you have to make sure that your your soldier units make it inside the bases. Okay? And so to do that, you put tanks and guns and all this stuff in the lane so that you destroy their soldiers. But at the same time, you get your soldiers to where they need to be. And it's a free-to-play game. Uh, Different jets to choose from. Different pilots with with, uh, different... uh, uh, powers. Um, for example, this weekend I played as Jesus. He's a pilot. Uh he well he was a pilot for the weekend. And uh he is nice, nice. His uh He is risen in a plane. Well that was his power. His power was to respawn faster than the other pilots. That's so,
2: They really should like have yeah, that as like an extra character or something unlockable.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty it was pretty cool. Um uh, but I, I did I did like it a lot. Um I'm looking forward to playing it, you know which I, I I don't even have to say when it releases the a part of the beta, so as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to reinstall it and see if that helps. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, another one I know a lot of people want to hear about is Max Payne 3. I, I can't wait for Max Payne 3 to come out. I will not be getting Diablo on May 15th. I will be getting Max Payne 3. That's like the game is. That's a statement. Yeah, like the game is incredible. Any, I'm a huge Max Payne fan. I'm playing since on always on the PC since you know a, a week after the game. You know the original Max Payne came out for PC, and they... Uh, any worries I think fans of the series had, you can put those to rest. Only unless you're a huge fan. Like the thing that they I didn't know is they take away like. The panels there aren't panels like anime like, you know panels uh telling the story between cutscenes, or maybe there are maybe the part that i saw was because was, i saw it, it was like a cinematic so you know he 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 walks into a you're like in a dock and you're going through the warehouses and the dock and um he walks up and you know he hides behind you know well, he says a couple things or thinks a couple things and then crouches behind a box but um yeah, the panels are gone, but other than that, it's still Max with a little added extra. You know, Max Pain was never about stealth, but you do have the options to uh, you know get the jump on enemies and use like a silent weapon to to, to take them out. Um, the thing is, like, if you just stand up and try to t- spend time aiming, they'll they'll, they'll find you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll they'll, they'll oh, that guy there's a guy over there behind that crate, and then they'll start attacking, and then you kind of have no choice. Um, bullet time still intact works the same way it did before you can either do the jumping bullet time or you could do like the actual just bullet time when you're running around I don't know if they're going to use the bullet time 2.0 aspect from Max Payne 2 like did did you ever you know what that is Rob or Jess
2: I didn't play very much of Max Payne 2 like I played like maybe like the very beginning of the game like I didn't like I played all of Max Payne 1 but I 2 I never Max got 2. a chance
0: to get into what about you, Jess?
1: Um, I did not play it at Pax, and I've never played it
0: before. Oh, okay, that's a shame. But um, basically, Bullet Time 2.0 is uh, in Max Payne 2. You go into Bullet Time, and as you kill enemies, they they still move slowly, but you start to move faster. So if you kill enough oh, enemies, that's if you killed enough enemies you would be moving at normal speed and your enemies would be flying through the air like Inception. You know, that's that's what Bullet Time 2.0 was. So I don't know if the, I, I really didn't catch to see if they did that. Um there is a cover system in this game. Uh yeah that's
2: and- the one thing I kept hearing like I had friends that played and they were like it's got a cover system in bullet time. And that's Max Payne right now. Like they, they sounded like the 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 cover system thing maybe felt called- did it feel out of place, or was it?
0: No. Well, it, well or? it was. The re. This is how they fix people raping cover. Okay. Be, at least in the single player, I don't know how it's going to work out in the multiplayer. But in the single player, if you're in cover, the enemy is going to take. He's not even going to shoot at you if you're in cover. Okay. He's going to peek around the box, or he he might try to wait for you to pop out of cover and then start shooting at you. But if they if you don't move from cover, they'll just nade the shit out of you. Like, I was never in cover for that long. Because if I stayed in cover for, like, a long time, you you just see the grenade, you know, drop near your feet. And then you have to move. Ah, uh,
2: nice. So, they, it basically, the kind of the flush way you, you can out. do it in other yeah. games, where you're like, oh, I throw a grenade over there, and they, it flushes them out like they do it to you instead.
0: Exactly. So, they, they flush you out. Um, enemies really are no joke <laughs> in the game. Uh, the, the enemies... Uh, Basically like, you know, when they see you they start shooting at you and their aim doesn't suck.
2: Yeah, so so you still have to really you do have to use cover.
0: You do have to use cover.
2: But you can't stay.
0: Uh, Yeah, you can't stay stay in cover. You have to move around, you have to use bullet time. Um because their aim like I said, their aim doesn't suck. They will hit like they're not gonna unload a clip and not hit you. You know, a few times. They definitely won't do that. Um you know, like you especially if you run if you're just running forward toward an enemy. They'll fuck you up really fast. Uh, okay, so, so
2: you really can't you can't sit there and play it like old Max Payne or anything. You do have to take oh, no. advantage of the stuff and well, just,
0: I, I guess it depends on what 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 difficulty you played it on before. But like Max Payne right. one, Max Payne two, know, you played on normal difficulty. You like you you can never just run toward an enemy, guns blazing, without them t- without taking a decent amount of damage.
2: Well, yeah, I mean like Max Payne one. I mean like it definitely got. Difficult, more difficult, but like it wasn't like they had like a true cover. I mean, you had to like you, you couldn't just stand out there and just yeah. fire away like it's the OK Corral or anything. But I mean, I, I don't know. I guess like yeah, like it it's more about the yeah, taking advantage of the new system. I guess like you
0: got you got you got to do cover. You have to move in, move out, and move around. Uh, you know, there there are several setup sequences where you have to like do like you have no choice but to do bullet time, and you, like. You have to kind of take out as many enemies as possible. Um, Kills are still pretty visceral. Like, you know, you shoot somebody in the head and it's, you know, it's almost like you can see where the bullet comes in their skull and then goes back out, especially in bullet time. It's very deep. They made sure to make bullet time very detailed.
2: How often know? does the bullet like, how often does the bullet time follow the bullet like, or does it just do it like kind of like for the last person or something?
0: Um, or does it they... doesn't, it'll typically do it for the last person unless okay. you are doing the sniper rifle. If you're sniping uh, it'll still, always follow the bullet yeah, it'll follow the bullet into the brain. Okay. So, um, yeah, also, uh, one thing I thought was interesting, it will, you can't like, if you're if you're in cover he won't shoot through glass he'll break the glass first and then he'll shoot. Which I thought was pretty interesting. He just won't turn around, and start shooting through the glass.
2: Right, because you know? I mean, you do that in real life, it's gonna. You know,
0: yeah, yeah fuck exactly. You up. <laughs> yeah, so like he, like he, I was in cover, and there was somebody looking for me. Like they knew I was there, and they were looking for me. And I uh, was like, okay. So I pulled the trigger, and instead of him shooting, he busts the window off, and I'm like, shit, not what I wanted to do. I would have looked out the other way, which was a doorway, and shot him that way. But oh, so yeah. he definitely knew. Yeah, gotcha. then he knew exactly where I was. And the first thing he did, grenade. That's <laughs> the first Aww. thing. He, <laughs> it's the first thing he, Yeah, it's the first thing he threw in there. Uh, was a grenade. Um, the narrative is still there. Like you know, he talks as you know, or thinks I should say, as you play through. Um, there's interactive objects uh, as you you know go through the the, the levels. And so, and you to get more narrative if you want to. And it was really dark and gritty, so I think we'll be fine. That's Max Paint fans, will be perfectly fine. Um, let's see, uh, also, I got to play Dyned, which is, I guess that's how you pronounce it, D-Y-N-D. Uh, it's coming out for us, a PlayStation exclusive. I played it last year, um, but uh, briefly. And the thing is, as I played it last year, the 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 PR girl... She was I don't know if she was like in a rush, but she was definitely on a script, like you know like the way she was talking, and it was just like eh, okay, this year, a lot more fun to play, like basically it's um oh the the game itself looks like really psychedelic, like you're in these like these tubes or these like wormholes it looks like, and you can grab onto these things called nodes uh like you can you can latch onto them. And go faster, and when you latch on the two they're multicolored and when you latch on the two of the same color, it's called making a pair um and you can do this thing where if you go fast enough, you can you can kind of lance them, which means you can go uh through them and break them uh in the first couple of levels, you can go through them with no problem um but in later levels, like you know after you get through the beginning. What happens is, if you touch the node, you die. So basically what happens is, when you, when you grab onto a node, it makes this circle. And you have to pass through the circle without hitting the node. Which is difficult, especially as you go faster and faster in this circular tube. And then if you, like, you, know, you, uh, you fill up this bar, and then you can use it to lance through nodes, and that's how you get points. So and it gets even more difficult because then you can only lance through certain colors and you know you you every time you lance an object you go that much faster. It was, so is it kind of basically a puzzle game? It's or... not. It's not a puzzle game. It's a reaction game. Oh, Okay. Like it's based on your reactions. You know, because yeah, you it's it's difficult to understand. Yeah, because when so you, you're explaining, it, I'm like,
2: Puzzle Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But you're
0: moving faster. Like, is it just yeah. one of those things that gets more difficult? Like, the only thing I can say is check it out on YouTube. You know, I will say by the time I, the the last level I played, um, like my eyes were like watering because I was going so fast and so many colors were coming by. It was awesome. So I definitely checked that out. Um, Primal Carnage, I played a a game called Primal Carnage and it's basically, it's dinosaurs versus humans is basically what it is. And at first glance, it's like, yeah, right, dinosaurs. I'm I'm really going to get into this. But it is definitely more than meets the eye. Like, the game is very, especially for the humans, like, you have to work together. You have to be tactical. Not everybody can be the same class. Like, actually, if you don't have one of each class, you might, like, you probably just, you know, die. <laughs> because what happens is, like, a... The dinosaurs, like, they, you know, they're fucking dinosaurs. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they can kind of roll on their own for the most part and be okay. uh, With the exception of, like, one, there's, like, one support dinosaur, like the the Lyphosaurus or something like that. But, like, the T-Rex, forget about it. One human versus a T-Rex, you're dead. The T-Rex is like a bus. Like, the T-Rex literally was like, you just walk around and you just eat people.
2: I have it under good authority that somebody really, really enjoyed playing as dinosaurs that that may or may not be on this podcast.
1: I can't play as the humans. I just want to play as the dinosaurs. <laughs> rip people's faces off
0: yeah the, I mean, the, the human that stuff is
1: the best part of the game
0: The human stuff was like a st-'re you're, you're kind of your standard first person shooter you have a sniper you have a like a like a, like a machine gunner. Um, you have uh, somebody with a blowtorch. You have this thing called the trapper, where he can shoot nets, and then skin the dinosaurs when they're in the nets. The T Rex, of course, is too big to go into the net, so the T Rex is like the tank, you know. Um, the funny thing about the T Rex, though, <laughs> is the faster you move, the less mo- the less you're, the you know you're the, you're not able to really turn. So, like, I'm go- I, I'm I'm sprinting with the T-Rex. I'm going full speed. I'm chasing this guy, and he breaks left. And the, when I go to turn left, and the only thing that he does is turn his head left, and I just pass by, like, dude, weak, <laughs> because I can't go after him because I'm going too fast because I'm a T-Rex. Poor T-Rexes. They have
2: tiny little arms. They can't turn real well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's... Yeah, the
1: T-Rex kind of controlled, like, the Titanic. You know, yeah. that's why the Titanic hit the iceberg. It was going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's what happens, but come on. You're ripping people's faces off.
0: Well, now with t rex T-Rex, you're just kind of... Him. You're putting them into your jaws and, like, flipping them up, and that's the end of them.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, I don't even think I would ever that. play as a human, ever.
0: And that's part of... I think that might be part of the problem everybody play plays dinosaurs. The raptors are really cool because they're the fastest in the game. They can mm-hmm. jump the highest and that's not aliens basically yeah (laughs) they're like like the aliens from you know of of primal carnage and that's the thing like the the raptors actually every other class besides the t-rex really has to watch their stamina because you can make the raptor jump higher but if you hold the space bar down it takes up more stamina than a regular jump uh if you sprint it takes more stamina and the thing is like the raptor has this this pounce where um that also takes stamina, and if you don't pounce with enough stamina, like you'll get the guy on the ground, but then you won't be able to kill him. But if you pounce, gonna
2: shoot you in the face. <laughs>
0: yeah. So if you pounce them with enough, and it's pretty cool the way they do it. Like they don't just like they pounce with their feet. So like they jump up and then like they grab your head with their feet and they, they stomp it to the ground, and then they they rip your head off. Yeah, you can't
1: if you don't have enough stamina, you won't be able to rip their head off, and that is the fun part of the game.
0: Yes. Of
2: course, yes. <laughs> so I mean, like, does it really like show all the animations? Like T Rex flipping somebody in air? Do they like rip them in half? For, like, yeah, it shows all tear that. The head off yeah, it shows that. That's pretty. It's cool. pretty
1: realistic, but it could be more realistic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just wants even more carnage out of. I want to see carnage. the pain. <laughs> you want screaming the pain
1: and stuff. in their eyes when, yeah.
0: You know what was funny though? And the biggest, in, I think this game comes out this year. The biggest like. I guess game, you know, character trolling of like 2011, uh, 2012, sorry, is going to be the flying dinosaur, which I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember the name. No, it's not a pterodactyl. It's it's something else. But basically, you know, what this thing does, its primary attack is to all it does is grab you by the shoulders, and then you fly up into the air really high, and then you drop the person. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you do. <laughs> it's really hard to pull it off too, but you do it. And the thing is, like the person has no choice but to just sit there and just while, wait. Exactly. Stop. While he's being flown into the air, they he can't can even, like w- shoot up or anything. They can't shoot up. Wow. They really can't wiggle all that much. Nothing. And like so, basically, you just get grabbed by the shoulders and flown into the air. And you just get dropped and die.
2: So it's like a fucking assassin <laughs> class. You just
0: go in, drop, and fucking lift somebody up. But you got to be good at it. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of the... difficult to pull off. I, I managed to pull it off once while I was playing with it, but it was fucking hilarious.
2: So it's PC, I'm assuming. Or... Yeah, it's PC. Okay. And the
0: thing is, like, you even like the T Rex can <laughs> it can, it can go lone wolf if it wants to. Um, but the Raptors. You typically have to work together, uh, you know, in the other classes. Like you typically have to work together, or else you know the other classes can kind of pony you. Like sniper, yeah, I and mean, like,
2: even the T Rex. Like if you group up and like. Oh yeah,
0: if you group up the, on the T Rex, you could probably you, you could take him down. But as a T Rex, I took out two people without dying for a long time. Yeah. You know, but even like Is there this... like a
2: limitation on like. How many people can be what class on the dinosaur side? Um, like, because I could just imagine people being like, "Oh, we only going to be T Rexes," and the, just fucking pandemonium.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the server side, probably. Like, you can okay. probably set that on the server side, but I didn't see any restrictions. Um, it's you know,
2: fucking horrifying, dude. To yeah. be on the other team with the humans and just see nothing but T Rexes running
0: at you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, the levels are designed in such a way where, like, this place is that the humans can go that T Rexes definitely can't. You know, your body's too big to go through that doorway or through that, um, you know, into that garage. Hey, okay. So, like, is
2: there any like destructibility of environments? Can like T Rexes like bowl over trees or anything, or is it really like no? Nah, I didn't rising. see that. Yeah, okay. you
0: didn't. I didn't see anything like that. But it, so I was, they, go, they go
1: through buildings, but it's, uh, that's just an error in the game.
0: Yeah, the, the, clipping, is, the, yeah, the clipping is yeah, the an error, so they'll they fix that. Uh, but let's see, besides Primal Carnage, I got to see aliens, colonial marines. Like, you walk in, and the first thing they do is show you a video of, I guess this is like kind of the first level. Um, you find, you find ship, uh, the ship, the Salaco, which is the, the, the ship from Alien 2. Uh, you know that Ripley's on. So you they find the Sulaco, and your job is to go find this this unit that's oh um, they've lost communication with. So you go there, you go in there. Um, as you're walking across the space bridge, there's an explosion and people start you know hitting the bridge and whatever. But you know you get there. There's another unit that's up top. You know uh, in the dock in the in the dock area where Ripley fought the Queen. Okay, so they're there. And basically you see the aftermath of that. Like there's like a spot where, you know, there's acid going through the grates. Um, you see the bottom half of Bishop's body uh there. And the guy like makes hmm. reference to it, like he's like, Yeah, he's like, There's um a half of a, a whatever they call them, like an android here. There's half an android here, the bottom half, and the cams like, Well, you need to find me at the top half <laughs> and he's like, Okay, I'll see what I can do. Um, but yeah, you're in there, and then you go through the locker room. Like if you go through the locker room, you see the lockers. Like on on the lockers themselves, there's like the names. It says like Vasquez, Hudson, you know, stuff like that. Um, you walk through the uh the place where the cryotubes were, and you see the ejected cryotubes. Uh you also see some of the tubes on fire. Um, uh, but then like after that you go into a uh another area, which they, of course, they didn't show in the movies, and it's kind of, uh, it's been taken over by the aliens. You know, it has the cocooning stuff up on it. Um, and that's an inter- another interesting point, because things that I didn't know about this this game was that they actually worked with Ridley Scott on like the story, and you know, how, and how, in the flow of it, and how it's gonna go. But the guy, they basically, uh, they talked to the guy who did the designs, I can't remember his name, but he did the designs for the ships in Aliens, the Alien series. And he also did stuff for, like, Blade Runner and stuff like that. Um, but they were talking to him and they're saying, Yeah, we're going to go back to the Solaco and we're going to go deeper into the ship. And the guy tells him, He's like, Well, you know, there's tons of drawings that I made that were never used in the movie because they didn't go that far. Oh, into yeah, the that's ship.
2: what always happens. Like, out of production, there's always going to be stuff left over. So basically, they took all the stuff and. Used yeah. his actual like so it's it's it is actually what he designed in the first place.
0: Exactly. That's what they based the insides nice. of the ship off of. So basically you go down there, the guys are cocooned, the guys you're looking for are cocooned. And I don't know, like I don't don't they have like some type of advisory system about the aliens, you know? Because every time I see somebody that's cocooned, like if you're cocooned, that means you are you do have an alien inside of you. You know? So it should be like Kill if somebody's cocooned, just kill them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah,
2: like you're just carrying around taking time on basically. Otherwise,
0: yeah, basically. So you find a guy that's cocooned, and you start cutting him off. And the thing that kind of got me with that was the fact that the aliens there the entire time, but just like in Aliens too, you can't see it until it moves. You know, so you start cutting the guy down, and then the alien puts his its hand. On the guy, like, kind of like stopping you from (laughs) cutting it down because you know, the alien knows that it's got a little alien inside of him, (laughs) so you know, then you have to fight that alien. One thing I didn't like is that the aliens are running on their hind legs a lot as opposed to all fours.
2: Oh, yeah, because they're not really as fast, like, unless they're running all fours, like, that's the whole reason that they're dangerous, basically,
0: exactly. So you kill that, and then you know, you and the guy who obviously has the alien inside of them. Uh, you know, you make your way through the corridors, killing aliens. Um, you owe the the radar. You can't use the radar and the gun at the same time. Like, you have to pull the radar up, and it puts the gun to the side, and then you can use the pulse rifle.
2: So it's like, like Doom. Kinda. Yeah,
0: like that. But that's the way it was in the movie. You know what I'm saying? The radar was on the gun. Right. So, you know, that's it's the same thing. Um, I found it interesting that you can seal doors behind you. So that's gonna come in handy as long as there's no glass in the room <laughs> because the aliens will definitely break through the glass if there's glass in the room um the uh you can use the turrets like you know the ones they had in aliens too you can use those and move those around uh when you do actually uh you know the gun that Vasquez has uh actually the hudson had yeah, her and Hudson had both had those guns the ones with the with the with the little eye scanner on it, yeah um when you put that on you are now viewing it through the lens that lens so like you're watching like the reticle is like you know you you, you see aliens better and the, tar- it, the, the there's automatic targeting on them and all you have to do is go to the target area and start shooting at them so that was pretty cool um at the end of that the guy the alien finally does pop out of the guy <laughs> so uh but so they showed you that they showed you um, and it lets you play multiplayer. So the first thing with multiplayer is they took us around to the developers, they watched us, oh, they let us watch the developers play as aliens, so we can kind of see the flow of the game. And the aliens actually play in third person where the humans play in first person. Um, which, really, they did that because it's going to be so much easier for people, like, when they're on walls and on ceilings and stuff like that. Right, because that was the complaint
2: are. from people that played the new, the latest console version of what the
0: yeah and the to aliens me, one they were wow. like oh
2: you move so fast and it's disorienting and you get on the ceiling and you don't know oh, what the hell's please. happening
0: they don't know anything because the avp that came out like the newest avp is slower than the original avp oh yeah yeah so
2: and like because yeah i remember the aliens were literally like move fast as hell don't stop moving kill everything like yeah that exactly was, that was it
0: <laughs> that's pretty much like if you missed your target just keep <laughs> just keep going. Do not stop because you would die.
2: Yeah, as a drive-by um, class, you don't just you don't stop and fight like you keep moving like Marines stand and
0: fight. Exactly. So um, basically, um, they all start off as aliens. Uh, they they had two different alien classes, which they kind of looked the same, but they had different health and one could run faster, whereas and you know others like, had more health and they could attack harder. Um, the aliens definitely kind of have to stay like. Uh, by yourself depending on the weapon you have you can still kill an alien but it's just so much better if you stay together with your team because the aliens can move so fast they can jump from one place to another it's easier for them to sneak up on you because they're black so you know in shadowy areas so yeah it's just so much better um to stick together when your marines. Actually, anytime like I would spawn like or anybody, because we I talked to the guys who I was playing with afterwards. Anytime we would spawn and you were by yourself, you immediately just started hauling ass to where the next for the to looking for the next marine so you can get together. Um, the aliens instead of having like so a whole bunch of different alien classes uh, or like uh, you actually they showed the crusher in the video like that original that original gameplay video a couple months back for aliens. You can't yeah. pick that class. Right. Aliens have power ups that, when they eat them, they turn into things like crushers. You know, huh. and that, yeah, and that actually, that actually uh, changes the gameplay dynamic, because you know, when a crusher's on the field, basically the crusher will go forward and try to break up the cluster of marines, and then the aliens will swarm in right after him and try to pick off the marines individually. Right, horde. Yeah, yeah. So that was like really cool, and the developers they tried, they did that, and they kind of did it well. But we actually still winded up winning in the end. So we uh, we beat them by a couple points. Uh, I just used it like as soon as like I was like, fuck it, I'm using the shotgun the whole time." Kind, it was on console. I like, I'm not gonna be able to shoot them at a distance, <laughs> you know, um, easily. So I was just wait for them to get kind of close, and I put a couple rounds into them. Uh, but they said when the game comes out, you'll be able to customize your Marine. Uh, there'll be upgrades. Uh, you can actually customize the look like they said, like they talked to, uh, the senior producer after, and he says there's going to be like a camo alien if you wanted to, (laughs) you know, like a camo alien skin. So that was really cool. I, I definitely enjoyed that. And now I'm looking forward to it more than ever. Um, I got a chance to play Tribes Ascend, which is free to play. It's in beta right now. It's pretty much almost done, so I'm assuming if I got it... It comes out this week, but even if I hopped into the beta tonight, it's pretty much the, the finished product. Um, but I think Tribes fans are going to be happy. I think they're going to be happy with it because uh, you know the levels are still sprawling, and you don't have to use vehicles to get around. Like All you have to do is kind of... Get used to using jetpack and then skiing, just like the original tribes, and you can move very fast. Um, there's no more light, medium, heavy. I mean, it's still there, but basically they have multiple classes. They have three classes per weight class, or uh, well, per you know per weight that you can use. So like you may be able to do like a sniper as a light guy, a soldier or raider as a medium guy, and then you have these things called like you know bruisers and other types of stuff. Uh, for heavy, and of course, the heavier you are, the more damage you do, the heavier your weapons, but, you know, the slower you move. Um, the only precision weapon that I really saw was a sniper rifle. I, everybody pretty much has like a backup SMG that you can use, but the bullets, like, you know, after they shoot out from your gun, they actually have to travel, so you have to take that into consideration, so that's for, kind of precision, but for the most part, you know, you still have the disc. The disc is like the primary gun and that explodes on impact for obvious reasons because people are flying through the air and shit. So you kind of aim to where, you know where the ground is, and you know where they're gonna where they're gonna land, and that's part of playing the game, like you know, getting the trajectories down and stuff like that. Um, the raider I thought was interesting because it shoots sticky grenades, but it only can shoot three at a time. And so basically, what it, like you know what you wind up doing is you find out where they're gonna land. And then you kind of shoot around that area so it almost looks like anywhere they go they're going to hit at least one of the grenades. You know? So nice. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I and mean, I'm definitely going to play it some more. I might actually play it some more before I do my write-up. I'm not sure, so we'll see. Um, I think I'm down to my last game, which is actually um, my favorite game of the show, which is Mark of the Ninja from Klee. And clear the guys, they did Shank 1 and Shank 2. Um, I actually got a chance to, to, I got a private viewing with the developer, you know, Jamie, Jamie Chang. And uh, he was, he's an awesome guy. He really, he really is. He's, he's a nice guy. But Mark of the Ninja, um, he, he said that, you know, he didn't want it to be like a traditional ninja game, which is hack and slash, which is really not what ninjas do. Ninjas are assassins, you know, and the best ninjas are the ones that you don't even know are there. So, you know, the only weapon you have, you only have one weapon, which is your short sword. You get other items, but the other items aren't weapons. You can't use them to kill people. You can only use them to do other things. They only make you a better ninja, like you'll get a firecracker to distract somebody, or you'll get darts that you can throw at lights, or you have a spike bomb that you use to kind of, like, cripple an enemy for a little bit and then do stuff. But, um... For the most part, it's a very sound-based, very light-based game. You know, as you walk, you don't make sounds, but if you run, this like bubble will keep expanding as you run, and it shows you how far the enemies can hear you. You know, that's what it shows you. And even when the enemies walk, um, they hit their, you know, their, they make little bubbles too with these bubble-looking things, and you can see, you can see their sound influence. Um, but you can, like, use this uh, grappling hook to get on top of structures. And then you can, like, if you want to, you can swing down and kill enemies. Or, you know, you can get behind enemies and kill them. And when you actually kill them, you don't just hit the one button. You have to hit a, a random directional button and then press X. Uh, because what happens is if you don't hit the right direction, you'll, you'll still kill them. But they'll, they'll struggle with you. And they'll make noise. And when they make the noise, it'll draw the attention of the other guards or other enemies. So, you know, you want to make sure you don't do that. You want to be as, as efficient as possible. Um, the way they do the dark light thing is uh, you know, enemies can only see so far in front of them, which is an indicator for that. So they can only see so far, so far in front of them in the light. Oh, well, sorry, in the dark. But in the light, like, let's, in the light, you know, of course they can see you. If somebody's standing in the dark... Like, if anybody's in the dark and you're in the light, they'll see you. Also, same thing. If you kill somebody that's in the light and you drop the body and then the guy, like, somebody in the darkness turns around, they'll be able to see the body from any distance. Uh, but it's not the same thing in the dark. Uh, also, like, there's vents and stuff for you to crawl through. And your vision is, like, severely limited. So what you could do is uh, you can kind of, like, lean up against the grates before you go into a room and peek inside. You know, yeah, yeah it yeah. was
2: like a sense like when I saw it like I didn't get to play it because I'm, so I'm jealous but like <laughs> when I saw it like they you, you kind of like pressed up against it and it came kind of gave like almost like it, it would almost be like a like heat image But it was like kind of like a, a like a very shady version of the room Like you could maybe get like a hazy outline of a guy a little bit Well, if, like, they made... if they were in the room or something, but like you weren't you couldn't see anything really you and it was very limited like right around the great area
0: well, whoever you saw do it like wasn't doing it right then, because you can kind of see the whole room if you're doing it right.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. The way they did it, it seemed like like a heat image almost, like not a like a not a, like a full view.
0: Yeah, like you can see specifically in that room, you can, and there's usually multiple entry points to the room, so you can decide if you want to go up top or come down below, and you know, do all all types of stuff. So it's you yeah, know,
2: you could they had like kind of like a highlight, I guess, like on the entry points and stuff like that like there's a lot of indicators like the sound that like jared was talking about like almost looks like if i don't know if you've ever seen like daredevil and like comics and stuff like it almost looks like the sonar type of like
0: whoops, yeah but like pretty like, much like, like that.
2: things but like it's bigger or smaller depending on like what the noise is like i saw them like throw a dart at a uh at like a, a light no not a light um a gong, it was a, a gong yeah and yep. like it and like it reverberated but like it was like like the sun, like it like kind of like it was like a rings going out from it when it hit it to like that, you know, signify the sound yeah. and drew the attention of the guard and stuff. Like it's, it's pretty smooth. Like I noticed like you don't go, like you don't stand on the ground unless like you're like in a dark room where everybody's dead. Like you just don't do that.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Like, um, there's that one, there's a one part where you, you peek in the door and you see there's a guard in there and he's going back and forth. You can, you can try to go in the room and kill him, and then you know really fast or you can do something like hit the gong for distraction wait for them to come outside and then take them from the you know above um you can hide bodies in places like if you say <laughs> if somebody's like passing over the grate that you're under you can like grab them really quick and pull them down you know it was just really cool i i, I like that i cannot wait for this game to come out it's probably going to be somewhere arcade of course it's not confirmed because um, nobody knows what Summer Arcade, yet Microsoft has everything on the table. They haven't decided, of course, but I can't see why they wouldn't. A, a game like this, he's just coming off of Shank 2, which was a big hit, so I I can't wait, and that was my fa- absolute favorite game of the show, by yeah, far. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. Like I, I wish I'd gotten to play it. Like
2: I, Definitely like Super Time Force is my favorite. Actually, there was one more game that I saw that I, I forgot, Antichamber
0: I think you have to play that
2: is like a mind fuck entirely. It, it is like Portal but designed by like a hipster who was like tripping on something and it's not an insult. Like the guy who made the game is very different. Like you start the game and it's it, it's like all first person and you kind of just walk around and stuff and it's it's not even like there's necessarily even a goal or or really like anything like it's like you walk around and you it's just like kind of experiences almost but it's like but it's still kind of a puzzle game in a way but like there's no like end goal there's no like anybody to beat or anything like that like they do kind of like give you a map and stuff so you can like see where you are and maybe like if you've gotten to a room if there's any other rooms but like the way you get to the other rooms is like by doing shit that you didn't think of when you walked in the room before like one of the first things you do, like, you walk into, like, an area and, like, there's, like, letters, like, floating in the, in the air above you, that, in front of you, that say, like, walk, question mark, and then, like, it's a gap, like, it's, it's all empty air in front of you, and then on the other side of the room, like, past the words, is the other side of the room, with a, you know, like, a doorway, so, of course, your brain is, like, well, okay, like, I guess I jump, and you jump, and you fucking fall. <laughs> you fall, and you fall down and then this other room. Like, falls don't damage you or anything. You fall into the room, and, like, there's these little panels, and they have, like, you know, a phrase written on them or something, or say something, and you can click them, and they change into, like, or some of them, most of them actually have pictures, and then you click on it and turn it into, like, a phrase or, or something like that. And some of it is kind of, like, almost like reading a fortune cookie, and it kind of, like, giving you, like, an idea, like, oh, you have to fall before you can walk or something like that and and then like you you just find your way through rooms and like you it it's not obvious you know like some things it was like you walk up to a thing and it's and you pass like a certain and like a door drops down and then the only the only other way is like to go forward to this other door but the door closes when you get close to it and then you you read a thing and it's like you know, it basically is kind of like implies that you need to like turn around. And if you turn around and back up, the door doesn't close.
0: But like,
2: it's, it's like shit you don't think of. And then like the very, and like that very first room that you walk through, like where you, where you're like your, your natural inclinations to jump. If you walk, you go straight across the floor, like you walk across like an invisible floor. <laughs> but if you jump though, you go through And I'm like, it's like, it's fucking crazy. Like in a way, like it, 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 it messes with you. And there's just like, there's one room where you walk into and there's two, there's two stairways. One goes up and it's red and the other one goes down and it's blue or maybe the colors are different, but like you pick one and if you pick one, you go up and you come down and you come into the same area. If you go down the other one, you come around, you come to the same area, no matter how many times you do it. If you like, but if you turn around and go back, even though you turn around and go back, it goes to a whole new area and it's not the one that you walked into the room from. Like, it's like a whole different corridor and a whole different area. And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, the game is just one big giant mindfuck. Like, it's definitely like, I don't even, like, it wasn't like my favorite game, but it was definitely the game I was just like, that's really intriguing. And I wonder how long he can keep that up, because everything that I ran into, I was like, huh, holy shit, like... That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very interesting. I mean, like, I, I heard the game as a GDC and people like f- fell all over themselves about it, like, and I could see why. Like it's it's very interesting. I don't know if it necessarily breaks new ground, like there's not really anything new gameplay I've seen, but it does make you think in like a different way. Um I've I've probably even forgotten stuff that I played, like that. There's there's a lot of like smaller stuff at PAX this year right. than there was last year. So like I'm 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 jealous though, cause like you know you, you got to see like Assassin's Creed and Max Payne and stuff, and like there were just this just wasn't enough time. There's not enough time to do everything at Pax, but it was yeah. a good time though.
0: Well, hard. the day before when we went to go pick up our passes, like I was looking at like looking through the window of them building the stuff, and I was like plotting my route. As <laughs> soon as the media, I was like, okay, okay, Max Payne, no 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 no, I'm gonna go to Assassin's Creed first. It's gonna fill up really fast. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go to Max Payne. I should have went to Max Payne first, to be honest with you. Right. Because if I would have went to Max Payne first, I would have been able to hit Max Payne, Assassin's Creed, and probably something else, like Borderlands. Mm-hmm. So I kind of fucked that up. But uh, um, So what, what what was your actual game of the show? Because yeah, I know my, Jess was, was Vessel, and mine is Mark of a Ninja.
2: Mine was Super Time Force. Super I, Time Force. I thought that, that, like, and once you see it, like, getting, like, once you see it being played, like, you could just sit there and watch somebody play it. Right. Like, um. It's only like the game's not going to be out for like another year, so it's kind of a it's kind of a shame to call it, like my game of the show, but because um, it's kind of like it started out as like a total side project and it still is. They're working on other stuff, but it's supposed to be 2013. Right now, they're it's at first it's only going to be XBLA, um, but they they said they're definitely going to bring it to like PC and PSN after that. Um, they they're supposed to be up to, like seven characters for it. Uh, like, seven characters, but they haven't even nailed down, like, entirely, like, how many characters you'll be able to rescue and use in the game and what abilities and stuff they'll have. Like, it's it's still pretty early in, like, the development, but it looked awesome for it. And, like, even Sunday. Like, Sunday, I was like, I'm finally going to get to sit down and, like, really play the game. Like, I came up and like i came up like 3 times and every time i walked up huge crowd of people around it and like yeah, no. the crowd's only got bigger each day that the game was there it was it was kind of silly like they had like enforcers were like pushing people close like making people get closer so it's just this giant like l of people around like the corner of where the game was and just watching like tons of people didn't even want to play they just wanted to watch cuz it was so entertaining to watch yeah. You have all these guys running around, and their bullets are still alive, and like you're, st- like it's just a fun game to look at. So it it's it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna catch a lot of attention, I think, when it comes out.
0: Yeah, actually, well, you you mentioned, uh, you know, P- the enforcers having to push people closer, and there was actually some action, like fire marshal action, going on during the show. Oh, really? uh, And they yeah. kind of had to change the way they did things, like the whole line capping thing. Mm-hmm. If you notice, they weren't doing that Friday. And they started doing it Saturday. They yeah, started cause doing line, Saturday, yeah, because Saturday's bigger
2: anyway, but I guess they probably had issues
0: with like well from what right I, stuff. From, I talked to an enforcer and from what I found out uh, it was the borderland two line yeah. It, like, yeah like it kind of after the after the i guess the the roped off area, the rope area, it just kind of exploded out, and the fire marshal came and said they were going to shut him down if they didn't get it under control, and that's why I started the line capping. So if you went to Borderlands after the line was capped, they'd tell you you got to come back like you know on yeah, the come hour. Back an
2: hour, yeah, that's what on they. On the hour, they're yep. They're telling people.
0: So yep, yep, yep. There was some 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 action there. Um, um, go
2: ahead. I I saw Sleeping Dogs and, or played it actually, and I just saw it. I actually I liked it. I it's weird like it. I definitely saw some people playing it, and I'm like, so many people are gonna play this game exactly like it's Grand Theft Auto. But it was actually enjoyable. Like it was, it was kind of like I guess like if they ever had done that that Jet Li game right, sort of like. That's
0: what I saw so- when I was watching it. I was kind of like, this reminds me of that Jet Li game I never yeah, finished.
2: Yeah, like it definitely was like face buttons for attacks and all that stuff. It wasn't like, oh, we're gonna use the right stick for fucking fighting or anything stupid like that. But it definitely was like very like like combat was like very quick and like it was very like kung fu but like you could also like it was pretty visceral too like you could like smash a guy's head into like like a like the um like kind of like the air conditioning unit that has the fans going on top of a building and like you put his head in it while the fans are going and shit like blood's all over your head like i was like wow you're just like executing people out of here This, this is pretty fucked up like he like threw one guy into like a like a stall and then jumped up and grabbed the grate like for like you know when the when the store closes or whatever yeah. and just fucking d- just hung on it and pulled it down like slam dunked it onto the guy. <laughs> I was like this is going to be awesome just to like get just get rid of guys in different ways like it was it was pretty cool. Um they really only had like uh, by the time on Sunday I went like the line wasn't that long but people were taking like going through like they had like three demos. And the first one was very short, like it was pretty short, but it was it gave you a good taste of what the game was like, and that's the one I played. But like I saw people playing like one of the other ones, and like dude, it was so much longer. It's like you know the guy who can customize his outfits and all that kind of like it's like one of like the full like, it, you know it's supposed it, it's what True Crime used to be, True Crime Hong Kong, but it it's like that full Grand Theft Auto, Saints Row type of like open environment, right? But, you, they like during the demo. Like they, you don't get to see too too much of it, but it's definitely gonna be like a very big game. Like just in terms of like how much is in it. So I'm kind of I'm interested to see that. Like I I, I like most of the games I saw and got to play. Like it, I feel like this year was more surprises. I guess so. I'm I'm excited about some a lot more games than I was coming into it.
0: Um, this year actually, be honest with you. Even though I I, I like this year, I think last year was better. Uh, overall, I was actually about to get to that question like, "What do you think of the show overall?" I thought last year was better because there was more new stuff there, rather than this year. There were a lot of games already out, or the games that I did play, you know, didn't really impress all that much. But a lot of developers, like I mean, Vessel's already out, and that's what they were showing, you know, on uh, you know, like one of the Indies were showing Vessel. But there was stuff that uh, was already out, and people were just you know, kind of playing that. I don't know. I just I just had an overall feeling that this last year's show was better,
2: So Yeah, I think so. Mostly because I think it was like there was always like that banner year when it's like, dear God, every cool game in existence is coming out this year, right. and like this year you're like, okay, like you have Assassin's Creed, Max Payne, Borderlands, and like those are like your major games, I think. Right. And that's yeah. it. Last, <laughs> last year was a
0: monster of like real. I mean, we talked about it during. MTV, MTV versus 2011, mm-hmm. and I uh, I don't think we just I really don't think we're gonna have it this year. We're gonna have a couple games and then yeah, a lot more indie games, and that's that pretty much, you know. Yeah. So actually, you know, another thing, developers are really they're gonna be gearing up for the next generation. True. So you know, who knows? 2011 may be the best year for another two uh, two years or so <laughs> until you know we get the new console, So.
2: Yeah. What, what did you, Jess, what was your, your take this year? I know you saw some stuff and you were like,
0: eh.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was some really uh, cool stuff that I saw, like you said Vessel's out and I, yeah I know it is, but I didn't see it before and there's, there's that, like maybe stuff that I might have missed, but then there was stuff that it was, you went around and it was just, oh, well the reason why it's here is because there's new DLC and we know you've seen this before, like, uh, don't know.
2: Um, Halfbrick did that, didn't they?
1: Yeah, like Fruit Ninja and Jetpack Joyride were, it was just, it was just, um, like an add-on for the game. I was just like, oh, okay. It was, it was more, it was more just showing off what was already out and less like, you know, new stuff. Like, more just dlc so i was a little bit disappointed by that i like i really thought last year was better too honestly um yeah
2: yeah i guess i guess it depends on what you saw too because like i think like everything i got hands on time with was something like i hadn't played before so like i saw like half brick and stuff like that but like i guess it helps like i mean we kind of split up assignments this year but like i wasn't assigned to any of those things like i just i guess got lucky i guess so I, I, I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of impressed by everything I saw, but maybe it's just because I walked in feeling like it was going to be like a lesser year than last year, which it was, but
0: it was still okay. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I was, guess it was, still, it was still a good show. I had a good time. I still had a lot of, I mean, I still had a lot of fun after the show. You know, there were still panels to see, um, games to be played, <laughs> you know, hanging out, talking to people.
2: Yeah, I think like talking to developers, maybe that's like maybe that's why I had such a good time. I guess maybe like on the show floor was even with stuff that I was like, man, I don't know, like it it might be okay. You talk to v- developers and like it helps so much when a developer or you know designer or anybody like involved with the game is excited about their game. Oh yeah, because it's so easy to get a PR person that is just oh, following yeah, the script I, or or, yeah. or is just like, um. It's a game, because I know, like, I mean, you said, like, you had somebody last year who you felt like was just following a script for the D&D or whatever, D-Watt. A Dynad, And And Jess, I know, like, when you were at Reverb, you were like, oh, like, they didn't seem to know anything about...
1: Yeah, I I, I asked them about some things, like, why the game was slow, and they were like, I think it's because... Because of the first build. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) you think?
2: That's like a total definitive. And, Thank you. And yeah. the
1: black the the Black Knight um game the first the feature where you have to turn on the blocks with this little spirit thing didn't work. And he's like, That's weird and I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, it weird? <laughs> yes, I know it's weird because yeah, can you fix it? <laughs> um and I felt like I don't know, I went around and it could have just been me, but like I felt like people weren't, you know, I would go, go to their booth and they'd be like, uh, so, you know, how can I help you? And I'm like, what do you got? What do you want? What do you want to show me? Like, is, is this right? It? they
2: expected you to tell them what to show you or something.
1: Talk to me. You have one you want? Game. Why, why should I tell <laughs> me your game? Like, tell me what is good about it. And sometimes I felt like they were kind of like, "Yeah, it's another one, all right." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not all, not all of them were like that. Like when I went to, um, when I went to go see Vessel, like I got a really lengthy explanation of why, you know, why he thought of the concept of the game, like what what the game was all about, um, what plans he had for the game in the future. Like that's what I wanted from all the other groups
2: i guess maybe i got lucky because i mean i heard your horror stories about like different stuff like people like being like oh yeah things games we like games we are their pr company yay
0: the one thing i really hope for next year i hope you be soft i mean i don't have anything against the frag dolls but dude like stop stop like please like yo like when i was playing ghost recon the second round, I got no points. I did nothing because the girl was yapping my ear off. Uh. Like I'm like, come on. This is not the first time this happened. Back in um uh, packs 2010, East PAX 2010, I'm I'm trying to play Prince of Persia, and the girl is just talking to me, talking to me. I'm like, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, like get away from me. But, but that you know, it's it kind of annoying at times. Like ah, that's the thing. Like I, I it's not really. Necessary. I mean, there was a Frag Doll taking care of Assassin's Creed, but that's different. That's a that's a playthrough video. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's 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 a different story. When I'm actually trying to get in and trying to play the game, I really don't want you talking to me. I really, I really don't.
2: So I guess I like I I, I wonder too because I mean like I know they have their partnership with the Frag Doll, so I guess they feel like they have to capitalize on it somehow because it's like the only time in the year where I see them like really.
0: Like, I think they do yeah, all of their dolls shows. Are here or you know. I think they do all of their shows, so okay. they probably do Gamescom, they probably do E PA- 3 they probably do PAX Prime, they do all that stuff.
2: And I, I don't think that's necessarily bad, I think it's maybe just the way it's done is like, hey, they're Frag Dolls, it's like they know stuff about games, just let them like, if people have questions and stuff like that, like let them talk about the games to people. Like, yeah. let the, like don't let it be like so much like, oh, they're Frag Dolls and therefore they're special, but like they're just gamers, like, they they know stuff about these games, so, like, if you want them, like, talk to them about stuff, like, not that they're like these magical unicorn creatures that <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, I feel like they you... try to push the fact that, like, instead of having them talk, you know, come up to you casually and talk to you, it's just like, games! I play them! I'm, I'm a chick! Girl, look at me! I play she games! Yeah. Please! It's... I'm overcoming adversity! <laughs> talk to me! Like, that's I'm... how I kind of feel, like, they're Big. It's overkill. It's, you know, kind
0: makes it look bad. I don't have anything against them. I just get annoyed when I'm trying to play a game and I have to take the headset, like, you know, one of the earpieces off of the headset to hear her talk to me. I don't want to be rude. You know, but that's the thing. It's like You should be like, what? I don't just say I'm trying to be a boss here.
2: <laughs> you know, but I think, and I think that doesn't help like in general like in a way when you do that like you kind of like not that it's not cool that they're there or whatever you know but like don't try and put them so much on a pedestal because I think it affects like when people are talking to other gamers like other females because dude PAX is like oh it's not quite 50-50 but it's pretty close like it's girls are there like In force, and they're not just there with their boyfriends or any bullshit like that. Like they're there and I I maybe like I feel like I heard a couple times like Katie mentioned that like sometimes like she didn't feel like she was taken Seriously at some of the booths because like she was a girl and they're like, oh, there's another one They're just here to waste my time. Like they're just like they're not actually gamers and it's so untrue That like because it's like, you know, these girls are here playing these games like otherwise like most of them wouldn't be at PAX otherwise so
1: yeah, I mean, I gotta come all the way up to Boston to. Why would why would I do that for a reason? <laughs>
2: just like to I, be like, oh yeah, I like Mario or something.
1: <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. Like I would go around the booths, and I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that like my if the reaction is either staring at me like I just walked out of, like I'm walking on water or something, or um just kind of you know stuttering and not really telling me anything because. You don't think I'm going, I'm actually asking for, you know, <laughs> value is
0: kind of, you know.
2: Yeah. Like we're, still, we're still jumping those hoops, I guess. <laughs> PAX is better than most places, though. I will give them that.
0: It, it is. It, it really is. Um, I don't know. You might get a better response than I like get E3 or women in general because that's, that's all true, business. That is industry. Yeah, That's all industry. That's all business. So but I don't know. The the, the PR people are probably in fo- more force there, <laughs> you know, than even at a PAX, because at least you got the indie devs here, you know, at PAX, but you know, it's all PR. Uh, actually I went to E3 I went to E3 uh 05, and I just went like I didn't go for you know any site or anything like that. And I had a I was talking to somebody from NVIDIA and I was just, I started talking about the flaws in one of the cards that I had and how it overheated and stuff like that. At the time, I didn't really understand why the lady was looking at me like I was speaking an alien language. But, you know, now I kind of know it's like, oh, yeah, she's PR. She probably has no idea what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, but beyond what she's been told or has on her, you know, her little spec sheet about yeah. whatever she's talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was like, yeah, man, hey, the, the fan, like, you need the more, you, the fan, uh, it keeps uh, cutting out because of blah, 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 blah. And she's like, <laughs> you know, like, what? <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Oh, sorry to hear about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. like it. I guess like that yeah I, I just got lucky like I, the only one I really ran into like heavy like PR speak was uh like Novus Eterno and even that didn't last very long like it was just like the first little bit like when I got to that booth and was like kind of talking to somebody it was a PR guy and it was kind of funny because he was talking about the kid that made the game like he was like Jesus basically <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: He made the start he of this this game when for. he was
2: 16, and he he fled like a, you know he's a refugee from South, southern Africa, and they tried to kill him four times and uh, and he made this game, and you know now he's 20 and blah blah blah, and he's standing right here, and like when the dude went away and like we and the kid shook, you know guy shook hands, he kind of like was like, okay, and then like started talking <laughs> like the real normal story of like what happened, and it's just funny how how different. It is, you know, and then like I talked to the, you know, the, 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 the their programmer and it was, it was all very normal after the PR guy. Like if it had just been the PR guy, it would have just been like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But because I talked to him, because I talked to the programmer, like I talked to like people who are actually involved in the game and it, it helps your perception, like helps you understand the game a lot better than when you're talking to somebody who only has like a couple of, you know bullet points on a sheet to talk about you know like i I got lucky with that this year because i talked everybody i talked to about the game knew shit about their game so i guess maybe it was just fortunate for me
0: yeah okay i think uh that about wraps us up i want to see either of you guys got anything else to add
2: i don't know are we going to do a separate one for Panels (laughs) Panels, <laughs> maybe a little shorter one.
0: <laughs> oh no! I mean, I only yeah. I went this to is, this is long. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, off. I don't know. People like panels. I'm out of here. I mean, yeah, I've already okay. talked about my Hitman panel. Um, I, I will be doing a write up on the panel uh, that I went to about gaming and uh, mental, uh, you know, and, and mental health, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Not writing a panel about the Epic Games one because. Yeah, it's not. I really don't do Didn't
2: all they really say was like, "Oh, we're making a game for PC."
0: Yeah, that's the I mean, they really said information. And I'm just like, really, you're making a game for PC. I wonder if the PC community will actually, sure. you know, <laughs> actually pick it up. Since you call us all thieves and pirates, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're like elephants. We GG, really don't guys. forget. GG. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like so. Yeah, we'll see. That that game would have to be awesome, you know, for for us to really pick it up and then of course i wonder what they're going to do like cuz they like i guess they do really view the PC community as thieves and pirates so right, that's so what
2: kind of crazy drm or whatever they're going to try and pull
0: exactly so we'll see what happens with that um i i already talked about hitman and i did go to the the the, the panel for um to, uh, you know continuing the story dlc and i thought it was gonna be more about a general dlc process but as i listened to it because it was it was, about, it was mainly about fallout new vegas yeah. and it was somebody from obsidian really cool guy was it chris avalon yeah
2: okay yeah he was at the uh one of the other panels that i was at
0: and he was talking about their process and how they went through the dlc and um, like their restrictions like Throughout all four DLCs, they were restricted to 10,000 lines of dialogue. And that
2: came up to, in the plot versus play panel. like uh, Ken, Le- Ken Levine, him, and uh, David Gator from, from BioWare were all like talking about different stuff as far as narrative goes. But it came up like that a lot of stuff that they do in, in games with the narrative... Is because of restrictions and like he mentioned that but like, they they were restricted to, like ten thousand lines and they couldn't use like new art assets and stuff yeah. so it was like how could we make this work
0: <laughs> yeah and he was talking about how all four dlcs had to be their own separate thing because what you can buy somebody might buy one but not the other so they couldn't reference each other but they might hint at each other but they couldn't reference each other directly so it was really cool um the, the panels that i saw but, you know, I, I, we'll write about those. Check out the website. Give us some hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give, give us some hits.
2: Also, give Jess some love for how well she did in her first podcast, because I've heard much worse <laughs> before in my time doing podcasts.
1: Well, that doesn't sound very good.
2: No, I'm just saying you did really well. Like, you, you thought you were going to well, were I so have nervous. Heard,
1: I have, I've heard worse, so, you know. That's like what you say to people when you don't want them to feel bad. It's like, yep, yeah,
2: I've had better. <laughs> well, I could have said I had better, but I didn't say that. I said well, that there's been a much worse. So you did not do badly. So pe- everybody, show up and give Jess some love for that.
0: Jess, there, there have been people who've done multiple podcasts and oh, yeah, <laughs> were worse. So be happy; it's your first one. I don't know I'm if she's so ever going to do one again because I thought she fell asleep for a minute there I I was. Both, I know you I think did she'll,
1: <laughs> I
2: think she'll I think she'll get to the point where she, she jumps into the conversation like the rest of us. Yeah, dude, that, that that takes time. We didn't start off like doing all that. It was very
1: and people don't talk as much as the both
2: of you. Oh, so we're we're just oh we're like little no, no,
1: chatterboxes.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. I've heard worse. Ah, <laughs> got see, look, she, She's a regular now. Yeah. Well, if we didn't talk, there'd be no podcast. Hmm. Yeah, see, think about that for a second.
2: Quantum conundrums. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, so, yep, that's going to wrap us up. You can check us out on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. Uh, you can check us out on uh, iTunes. We're on iTunes. You can check us out on Stitcher Smart Radio if you have, you can put that on your iOS device or your Android device. We can stream from the website. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash MTB site. You can. Follow us on uh, oh Facebook or like us on Facebook, which is Facebook.com/slash/match. Those buttons, which you might want to do because we're gonna be giving away a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we got
2: a lot of people. We got a lot of like, dude. Are you going to do going to do giveaways? We got games. We're we'll giving giveaways,
0: so keep your eye out. We got tons of stuff to give away, and possibly more than games, uh-huh. dude. Possibly more than games. Got something in the oven, so. Well, uh, we'll see what Things happens. Things are right?
2: expanding. We're always getting, getting more, getting bigger. So yeah.
0: So yeah, we'll definitely, definitely have some games uh, to give away. Um, I, I believe, actually, I think they're all PC though. To be honest with you. So, you PC gamers out there, got something coming for you, and then we might have a little something extra. So, yep, just uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you guys later. You know, regular MASHcast is going to be out on time on Friday, so we will see you then.
2: Much shorter MASHcast, so, you know, special edition. It's, it's packs We have to talk about it. We didn't even talk about all the games. So you guys get, like, the full rundown, basically. You got more information than probably anybody else has given you about PAX from us because we love you. That's what we do. All right. So goodbye, guys. Till this
0: Friday. Yep. See you guys. Say bye, Jess. See
1: you later. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: See you.